Good evening, folks. Then, you ready for a nice, solid sound? Utah 
performance tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's just heating up. It, I mean, it, it's summertime. I mean, it's fall time now. It's all heating up. Yeah, it's really uh, come back here. It's pumpkin spice season, huh? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so we uh, we got a um, comedy show at Last Cafe tomorrow, two o'clock. We got the um, flare-up going to be playing at the Utah tomorrow. With the, the doors open at eight o'clock, nine o'clock start time. We got the farmers market on Sundays. There's nothing more organic than a yeah, <laughs> some local produce. And then we got the uh, Winners Tavern. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, great, yeah, so, um, your guys' band show performance was freaking incredible, I, like, was dreaming about it last night, <laughs> it was so awesome, <laughs> yeah, Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. And sitting back in the box right with the trio right here. It's awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you came all the way out from the UK. You said Welsh? Well, let, let me, let, I'm Kevin. This is Kevin. Yeah, we got yeah. Kevin right here. We got the uh, guitar player yeah. right here on the, on the mic. We have um, Andy. The vocalist, and we have uh, Rick on the drums right here. We got the whole we, we got, band we got in here. We got Damon here, but he's shy; he doesn't want to come. <laughs> Maybe we could talk him into it. Yeah. yeah. Talk to him after. Now that was really good. It was, um, yeah, I was uh, trying to bash together a, a show here uh, for about. What happened was, uh, let me go. Let me let's go back. We played in November in London, played a bunch of shows, and we finished up at the Camden, was it the Dublin? Dublin Castle. Dublin, Dublin Castle. Castle. Well, we played, we played, we played a, a gig in the Troubadour. Right. In England. Okay, so, and then we went down to Wales, and we, we played a gig in, in Newport in Wales, and we went back up to England and, and played in, in London in Dublin Castle in, in Camden last year, which um, was was really great because the year before that we'd all we'd rehearsed and we had we had a set of gigs um set up to do but covid stopped us from being able to do them and, and uh, we were like well are we ever going to be able to play because we hadn't played for 36 years together all those shows wow so after that after we played those it was funny because we rehearsed didn't we yeah, 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 we were well, ready to go. We were ready to go. I think I remember that. I remember Kevin, I think, talking about this. Yeah, all the gear was in the van. We were going to go and play. And then <laughs> Boris Johnson ruined our fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, so we had to wait another year then. To get a couple yeah, of shows. Yeah. That was like jumping up and down and underneath things and everything to get all the COVID stuff together because traveling during that. It was tough for you to get over, wasn't it? It was really yeah. tough for Kev to get over to the UK. Yeah, yeah. and then, <laughs> you know, passed all your testing and stuff. Mental. And, um, yeah, but then we ended up playing, which was brilliant. It's like riding a bike. Uh, oh, so we did the Troubadour, didn't we? Then we did... Uh, Troubadour, uh, we did the, the, the pit in uh, McCann's uh, in Newport. Yeah. And then we did the Dublin Castle in, in Camden. 
remember the pit being really nice because once it's people and it was in Wales. And nice. <laughs> Wales. We yeah. got we got to say that because we, yeah. we, we get called an English band, but two of the guys in this band at the moment, particularly, are, are from Wales. We you know we 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 sort of not English, but uh, we're, English. But, but the original Freer up were a London band, so people yeah. get a little bit confused. It's no big deal. But yeah, but playing the pit in Newport just after the Welsh had run, won the rugby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah. do any wrong then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah. So the, yeah, and so now we're here and we um, came in the month, flew in Monday, didn't we? Last yeah. Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, How long of a flight is that? From London. It's not too bad. I, I got it 10 and a half. Yeah. I thought it'd be worse. I thought it'd be more. No, it's ten and a half. I got direct for Rick and Damon. Yeah, we 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 had the, we did the short straw. We had to go to Portland and change and go back. So it was about a forty. Did you bring any gear? Or? No, here. <laughs> that makes sense. Rent a drum kit. Rent an amp. Yeah, yeah from, it's, it's not easy. A couple yeah. of hours in the rehearsal studios then on Tuesday, didn't he? Yeah, Tuesday. The band shell, which is amazing, really, on, on Wednesday. That was one of my favorite band shells. And, I mean, with uh, it being a little darker, too, yes. yeah, the lights, the, the the lights, lights were awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's the psychedelic wheel at the end. <laughs> I, was, I was getting mesmerized by it. There's one point I was actually really rocking out in the middle of a song, and I went, this is really spooky. I'm, yeah. looking, <laughs> I'm looking at a big rotating neon wheel, which you don't normally find in a nightclub. No, so you don't really. <laughs> and then the fog came in, and it was just this crazy alien light show going on. Cool, wasn't it? Like, and most of the people kept their masks on. And that was nice. That yeah. was really nice. And the two little boys there, Carl and Jet, with their guitars. Yeah. They were walking around with those wireless guitars and the <laughs> microphone. Yeah. They were actually playing. Kev was yeah. miming the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was watching the videos from here. They they're more dynamic than us. They they're proper <laughs> rock stars. They 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 they're gonna really they're gonna be proper rock stars. Yeah. That yeah, kid was yeah. born. I mean, he's just all about the guitar. Yeah. Or he had a ukulele. I think I've seen him around town. Yeah, yeah he's always over at the farmer's market. <laughs> when 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 uh, when we came out of COVID, uh, we were in COVID. That was like the only gig in town, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was the uh, I couldn't sing. No, I couldn't get any bands to play it because I couldn't sing. They wouldn't allow harmonies, so we would just play four-hour sets, just jamming. And those kids would always show up, and they and uh, they were not happy. You got to know the the parents and everything. People. Just come here as well. They like right as COVID came from from China. Yeah, and so the yeah yeah, from China. Can't speak any English, you know. I didn't even realize that. He's just so so great with the guitar. I figured. Yeah, that farmers market thing was great. I mean, I don't know how things were in your part of the world where you were at for COVID. Well, but the farmer's market, is there was no other place to play. That was the only place you could play. Yeah, yeah Kev was telling us that, that that sort of kept going because it was outdoor and you, things were able to do that. So that's, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, it was great that you, I mean, the community kept that together. I've ran into a lot of uh, natives in that particular part of town yeah. that had said that that was one of the best things that's happened in their community. Yeah, for sure. sure. You know. And the Banshill's not too far away from that no, either. No, and that's like the Banshill now is like the music My whole remit is we're putting on bands that play at the market. Farmers market. So if people out there want to play the band show, um, come and play the farmers market. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. See if you're any good. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah. the uh, gosh, we got flare up. Anyone just tuning in? We got flare up here in the box. Here from some folks from another part of the world. Um, you just played the band show on Wednesday. That's such a great thing that's happening. Um, those farmers markets. That's great that band shell is working with Sunset and Merchantile. And I myself, I've played. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, you, you get people there going and shopping for their produce and yeah. walking by and you're just like belting it out. Yeah. So your um your rehearsal spot is not too far from here. Yeah, um, through uh, Jeff Herrera. He, he um, got a friend down there called Luna. I think it's, it's called Secret, Secret Studios. Secret Studios yeah, at Caesar Chavez. Yeah, so we needed to just, just gave a secret. Yeah, well, well, I haven't given it away really because it's so secret. secret. I mean, it's just <laughs> studios. But we were able to walk. Um, from there up to you, which is great. Yeah. You and actually we needed, walked. We, we were going a bit stir yeah, crazy. So you are pretty close. Cool. I feel like it, right now at <laughs> Muni Radio, I feel like we've just become part of the their intermission from your band practice. You have because really. we're so close. You That's have. pretty neat. And, I, and that was great walking in here and <laughs> and you play like live stuff of ours from like 1986. I think that that boy boy you play That's that was recorded then from that from 1986. Yeah. So it, wow. it's, it's great just to hear that as well. And it's, it's, sort of, it's our songs, but it's sort of really different to probably the way we sound now. But yeah. Brilliant to hear it. It sounds great. That was, like, yeah, no, that was you brilliant. on the drums as well? Yeah. That Gosh, that was there. so cool. I'm glad that we have that whole uh, live album to play album. back. Yeah. Album. That was really... Um, I was uh, having a little... I usually don't talk about my age on the air. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it, you know, because this was recorded in '86, and I don't know what day it was recorded. Same day you were conceived, it could have been. It could have been. I was born December third, '86. December third. You know, I I should remember the date. I was definitely like. My mom was pregnant it with was, me, at was, least. When, that was it was <laughs> when this is recorded, it was definitely in the summer because yeah, it, was, it, was. It, it was recorded in a, in a town in England called Folkestone, which is a seaside town. And it was nice when we were there. I remember that. Yeah, I remember sitting outside and thinking, "Oh, this is well cool," because we were supporting Gary Glitter 
Whoops. Which, well, at that time, none of the, none of that stuff. He's still brilliant. His music is still brilliant. I don't think that's cool though. I like Gary Uh, we had to sound check his equipment. And yeah. I remember the day um, he was opening as a special guest for the Farewell Wham concert. George Michael and they were playing the big Wembley Stadium, you know, the Norma Dome. And he was the special guest and they had a helicopter down to Folkestone. So we were sitting there playing their equipment. And And the money that we got paid for that gig was not for playing it; it was for sound checking sound the bit the band's gear. So we got, we got, we had a couple of quid, and I mean a couple of quid. <laughs> I think we had, it was just a couple of quid, but it was just for sound checking their gear and making sure everything was ready for the show. You know. That's how great that was. But now you can't talk about Gary. Nah, is he, is he like a Sid Vicious of that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> like, nothing so like, don't want to go there. Look him up, Lee. I don't want to go into it. Moving on. Moving on. We supported lots of other good bands in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, what sports are big over there? Rugby. Rugby. Rugby union. Yeah. In Wales. In Wales. We're more soccer based. And soccer. Football's the biggest sport. Soccer's fun to watch. I need to. Just like the Beatles, huh? That's where I came from. That's totally rad. I, had to, I grew up in the 60s in Liverpool. All I heard was Beatles. Because from being a little kid, and I don't know if you're familiar with their stuff, but I used to go to school, playing grounds. My school was on Penny Lane. This is the Beatles. Was it really? I, didn't yeah, know I, I went to school on Penny Lane. And, you know, so that was my, that was the area I was like, Grew up in that particular area. Uh, you know, growing up, everywhere you go, there'd be every shop would have. I remember getting on thinking, "Oh, Salvador!" And then one day I heard the Rolling Stones, and I went, "Oh, thank God for that!" <laughs> you know, so all the Scousers who are people from Liverpool, eventually we kind of got a little bit beaten. And then when they split in 1970, it was almost like, thank God for that. <laughs> now we're going to get some different music flowing yeah. through the city. But a lot of, I mean, Liverpool's history of music is There are so many bands. Right the way through the 60s, 70s, 80s. That was a good band. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we got, we got, you know, right the way up to the Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That is so much fun. I just can't imagine. I I need to go visit. Yeah, I do. I do feel like there's there's so much. There's something big happening in here in the art scene, and yeah. even with comedy and everything that we're doing here, you wouldn't believe the turnout. And um, there's there's something happening, yeah. and uh, this thing on JFK is like a post COVID anything. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. Out again. It's pretty yeah. dreamy. I remember the, one of the first shows that I went to, 
I went to the, uh, it was a September, um, of last year. And funny enough, uh, there was a rock and roll band playing on the roof ab- about a year ago. And one of my neighbors heard this band playing at the Tiki desk. And there was a bunch of people that were coming inside the place. And it was my neighbors like, Hey, I don't, I heard there's music. Is it cool if I check it out? And, uh, he came up and we've been best buds, you know, ever since, but we went to this juice bumps concert and at rickshaw stop. And it was one of the first real shows. I feel like, you know, since the reopening of COVID and it was September of last year. And it was just like, Whoa. And ever since then, it's been that it's been just magical. Um, and I don't know how things are uh, on your part. Well, um, London, obviously, like Kevin was saying, when we were just about to get into COVID, they made an announcement about see what Boris Johnson shut us down the weekend and see when they were saying we could take weeks off. I think it was like Thursday. Um, and then when COVID did relax, it was funny because unfortunately, a lot of the venues didn't survive reopening. They were they were closed too long. They felt um, not viable to do reopening. So we did lose quite a few smaller scene venues, but now they're starting to creep back in again. Brave and take on a venue. A lot of pubs stopped doing having live concerts. Now it's creeping back in. So London's starting to get busy and vibey again. We're getting more shows, and especially in smaller venues, which is great. We want to do. We've got about six um, in November already. Uh, Kev's coming over. This in, November? In the UK, yeah. yeah. Sure. Kev's coming over. I think over. I should probably jump on a plane. Yeah. You should, and, uh, you should yeah. definitely come over. We're hoping we'll do play. some more. Play. Put them yeah. in between. You could do, um, what do they call it, changeovers. Yeah. They still do changeovers. I want to do it here. Well, right? we can start. That's how we started, Kev. Yeah. We're That's why I was fun. bringing it up. Like, That's cool. We started. What you do is you go, you'd have mates in bands. They're setting up the gear or something. Yeah, like that. so like in between the first and second band, third band, there's people still out there. Little noodle. Yeah, was, that's how me and him started. That's uh, badass. That's cool. I've, I've, I'm actually surprised I don't see more of that here in San Francisco. Yeah. What I try to experiment and do because we're a big comedy radio station, and Pam, she's like a, she's a comedian, and so. I've had bands play and then having, while the next band sets up, have a comedian yeah. tell some nat dirty jokes yeah. in between. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was... That, works. Do it. That, that, that really works. It was so fun. Yeah. I remember like John Cooper Clark was... Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's how I first ever saw it really was through John Cooper Clark yeah. and stuff getting up there, obviously. Poets. You know, stuff. Punk, yeah. In the middle of punk kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Alexi Sale. And yeah. It was yeah. the same yeah. thing. It was a big guy. <laughs> he, he was the guy who used to jump up and he, he did this character who wore a mask. That's right. Um, <laughs> Jersey Belofsky over me. He, he was, was all right, he funny. He was hilariously <laughs> funny. He was um, funny. But that was the same same kind of deal. He said, well, the band's just changing over. Jump it, up. And if, you, if you know the young ones, he was in the young ones. Yeah, right. It's a band. No, no, it's a comedy show. Oh, it's a comedy show. Oh, you show. should have a look, at, look, yeah. look that one up. I'm living under a rock over the here. The young yeah. ones. <laughs> He was just so young. <laughs> I, mean, I saw him down there. I was like, 
thinking about what you're talking about. Yeah, you guys talking, we're going to talk about. Yeah, this is so much fun. I'm going to play for everyone listening out there. I'm going to play one of, another one of these live tracks. Is this song Drive? No, don't play Drive. Okay. Oh, no, no. Play a better song. We got better songs. <laughs> That's this, we, I like it. Make or Fake? No, don't play no, that one. Next. Back on Fire? Forever, forever indestructible. Forever yeah. indestructible. Yeah. We're gonna blast right that now. song. Sitting back here in the box with Flare up here, getting geared up for this Hotel Utah show tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna be giving away a free meal. Um, call in four one five 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 zero zero five one one. It is four one five 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 zero zero five one one. They got everything there. Hotel Utah, good spot. Forever indestructible. As the clock ticks, 
Sitting back in the box with Flare Up. That is a live recording. That is some fucking high energy rock and roll. That was fun. I can't imagine if I was at that show. I I really like that you have it recorded live because it has that extra presence about it. We were just really lucky with our gig because there was a it, it, it was a radio station put it out Gary Glitter show who came after us live and they, they recorded us and stuck us up as well. So it was just so that ended up on, on, on the tape and released by derailed records then posthumously, you know, a few years after it. So we were just really lucky. We didn't get thing is we I, I think we would have liked to have mixed it and probably done some more work on it but actually listening to it all these years after it's fucking great you know i i got no problem with it at yeah. all. no problem with Catch it at just all. the moment yeah the, f- the thing is when we were play- back in the day when we were playing a lot we, we never really wanted to record did we we were just more no, concerned about no we, we're a live band we, yeah. you know, we, we didn't couldn't be asked to record at all yeah we? no and uh <laughs> so like we, you know, people record the gigs. That was how they got the music sort of thing. We didn't actually put anything out. Told them where we were playing, and they brought along their recorders. They rec- <laughs> yeah, recorded on cassettes, and you know. So there's lots of cassettes. Themselves. So analog. Yeah. 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 On tape. And what, yeah, what's really cool tape. now is when we went by. I noticed this when we played back in England last time. There were people there that were there first time round, and they knew the songs. Mm. Which was like was brilliant. A, you know, yeah, a couple of sing alongs, which yeah. is always nice. It's like, it's like, oh, that's good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if they heard the recordings, yeah. And I get kind of the opposite thing happened. I was in a band with, uh, you know, with yeah. somebody in a thrash metal band, and, you know, it was like screamo stuff. And, right. And it's just one of those things you just want to go play it live. Yeah. But he wanted to single, one of the guitar players wanted to do a single track, everything. I was like, we're not no. Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like no. exactly. People get in front of themselves nowadays. Go out and play live. And then when people are screaming for a product from you, then give them something. But yeah. don't record a product and try to push it at people. Yeah. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. If you're in a band, just go out and fucking play live. Yeah. You know, just yeah. play in front of people. That is it. I, ag- I agree with is. that. That's where the fun is, isn't it? Get as, in uh, front of as many people. <laughs> yeah, getting in front of as many people as possible, you know. And uh, it is hard, you know, it, and, and it can be demoralizing, I think, for people because you, know, you, you can play a lot of gigs and you can play in front of not a lot of people sometimes. You oh, just yeah. got to stick with it. They're good. I've been seeing a lot of movement now downtown San Francisco. I'm not sure what, you know, in London or down the downtown area where you guys are from, but there's definitely a lot more movement happening. And I'm thinking about, you know, there used to be a lot more. Is busking big over there? Uh, London, there's kind of like registered busking sites. Because yeah, we have, we have the London Underground, mm-hmm. which is an acoustic gift okay. to everybody. Yeah. So we have, you know, all sorts from, you know, like one guy playing his guitar to I saw an amazing string quartet down by sort of Knightsbridge, you know, the posh part of London. And as you sort of go through different areas, yeah. you kind of, you kind of get the kind of music you'd expect for the uh, rich people who live upstairs. It's <laughs> guys playing flutes and cellos, and then you get down to Camden, where it's the scene, and then it's more sort of acoustic and angsty. And, you know. 
Oh, Ed Sheeran started. Yeah, um, yeah. He went yeah. to Bosque and did a bunch of things. He travelled yeah. as well, didn't he? Yeah, he, he put the miles in. Deserve, but he, was, he, he did it. Busk. But busking, yeah, busking is big in, in Cardiff. It's, it's the same. I think you can do like registered bus, busking yeah. there, but I don't think they overly bothered if people rock up. And Wales is a land of song anyway, so if people are yeah. going to turn up, it's too bad. One of my friends, yeah. actually, she does it virtually. It's her living. She, it feels pretty normalized. You know, I've been to New York, I've been to Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, and busking is pretty normal around there. But here in San Francisco, if you're on the corner playing yeah. an instrument, people automatically kind of put you in the questionably housed category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it depends like, how you look, doesn't it? It's, it's funny, we were walking around could um, be. Richmond the other day and there were people playing it. They were great, but they did look like you think, oh, it's just homeless people looking for a couple of quid, but... <laughs> which which is you know you can sort of understand that um it's it's the city now though you can get a thing from the city um online through i think reckon park and gives you a permit you can busk anywhere i think it costs three three dollars for the year so you make that back in the first 10 minutes if you're yeah. any good don't you <laughs> so that's like, great yeah three bucks that's a yeah. good deal you can't even buy a sandwich for that much yeah i know what can you, you buy, can't buy anything for that yeah, yeah. everything's like a hundred dollars but nobody can move <laughs> you along oh, can buy a coffee it's like so, so if you if you if a show show a ranger your permit he, he has to fuck off then because you're legal you know yeah i know new york is pretty tight on that too yeah about you know busking here i don't know how tight they're on that the city's all into live music Local live music, you know. What do we have? We have outside land, and then we got uh, <laughs> Ezo, and then we got hardly Holy, strictly, hardly strictly, and none of this is for the local musicians. It is jumping up now. That's why they're doing all these things. We have to pay One Golden Mile, the, right? The Golden Mile, which you you yourself played on the first week that was really great yeah i gosh that's i'm just having some i think i'm if you're not having fun then you know but it, it seems like everyone's having fun i think that's what it is with the art community here in san francisco is we're coming back and everyone's having fun people are going out to shows people are getting up and you know why, why crowd surfing why do it if you're not having fun that's right we were talking about this actually between us earlier on and, and saying there was like a marked thing with me when when we went and started playing music first of all on, on after the punk thing everyone was just doing music because they wanted to do it and then all of a sudden i started meeting people and everybody was doing music because they yeah. wanted a career or some bollocks like that you know and it ruined it absolutely ruined it look be a musician enjoy yourself do it you know do your art enjoy it if you're any good honestly you'll do okay out of it it's, but people are sort of shifting the wrong way around yeah, I, it's interesting how that happened. You know, I, um, you know, I'm an '80s kid, uh, but I'm a huge um, John uh, Fogerty uh, fan, CCR, and um, oh, yeah. you know, and as I, it was before my time, but you know, seeing all these interviews where he signed some shitty record deal yeah. and they weren't making any money and he was starving and he couldn't go on tour because they weren't paying him yeah, <laughs> or exactly. something, and it became a thing where the 
record labels and like i don't know this is what yeah, i hear no, and yeah, read no, took advantage of the artists um and and the artists got it the wrong way around because all they were thinking about was trying to get signed to a record deal and sometimes it's the worst thing they could have done <laughs> it's the worst thing they could have done they restricted everything they, they could do you know record labels weren't great all they did was really give people massive loans so they had to pay back you know that's the advances that's all they fucking are yeah, it's true. I I mean, from what I've what I've seen, um, then you have these artists like Lana Del Rey, and you know, I remember that she had this song, and she was living in New York. And she had this song called "Video Games," and uh, it was a music video, and it just it just went viral. And then she got signed to some big record label, oh, yeah, yeah. and then she bombed at like some big you know uh, TV show. And they're, they're, I don't know, it's it's funny it's how that funny, works. It's funny you get that instant fucking stars yeah. and then they're gone. Because like, people, you know, like the Beatles weren't like that, were they? They had to play four well, years, Hamburg, four years, yeah, years yeah, you know, They were teenagers. Put yeah. in the, they had to put in the, you've got to yeah, put in the hard yards, haven't you? you know? I mean, we got someone that was raised in Liverpool in the box right now at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. This is so yeah. cool. Watch I saw stuff, this, um, so I saw this. stuff, keep your eye on all. <laughs> There's plenty of hint water and um, some cold beverages um, that oh, you're I'll welcome to take. <laughs> but uh, so I, I saw this thing. It was uh, Paul McCartney. I uh, was talking to um, you know somebody about the first time him and John had met, and they hung out. They smoked some tea, yeah. <laughs> and it really didn't so do. You could get in Liverpool, you know? <laughs> but the thing is, Liverpool's a port, and we got a lot of you know. It's, ships came in from the US and, and that's why sort of rock and roll came to England through the sailors who would bring the vinyl in so we had a great sort of community of um, like vinyl shops and uh, so going back to what I was saying about Penny Lane um, Penny Lane has a record store called Penny Lane Records obviously but they used to get all the sailors that would come back and bring this stuff and this is what Paul McCartney said in interviews many times that that was the stuff they would go and buy and they would hear like muddy waters who the hell is this guy you know it's and perfect they would just it would it would filter through so that yeah. really makes sense you know and it's funny that you said you know with the sailors because it is fleet week this week too yeah. so that i feel like it's time back but also you know because i'm a i'm a big you know muddy waters fan and delta blues and you know rock and roll and you think about it you know uh even i don't know if you guys are particular cream fans but when they covered that Robert Johnson song, mm -hmm. Crossroads, yeah. you it. think about it, how far away that was yeah. and that you would cover that somebody in a band from that far away would cover that song, which is... Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's what they were doing, wasn't it? They were looking for that inspiration which came from the States. And then it bounced back there because all these bands took the black music back to America again. So it goes. Yeah. That's what the Stones did, wasn't it? Yeah, same kind of influences made an English blues version of what their interpretation was, and it took it back over to the US, and it's still popular today. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's like so tennis. Somebody told me, said to me the other day, like the Stones, right? They wrote like three or four really great country tunes, which are now country standards, right? Two blokes from London wrote like country. You know, I'm trying to think one of Sweet Virginia is one of them. You know what I mean? But anyway, somebody said to me. Uh, yeah, you can tell a, a, if it's a Stones country song, though, because 
there's a sax solo on it. You would never get a sax solo on a country record, right? <laughs> it's always going to be a lot of harmonica or slide guitar. Sl slide guitar. Yeah. yeah, and I think they wrote those songs to me. Yeah, when they were just trying to be like the best band that were playing in Soho at that time. Yeah. They were, you know, they were, they, they were just a small little band when they put all of that stuff. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the, where I live in London is in mm. Chelsea. And um, on our road, this is a road called King's Road, really famous street. And that's where the Stones used to live. And the four of them used to live in a one bedroom apartment. And they used to rehearse where they would have one amplifier that used to have two guitars plugged into it and a microphone. And they, all three of them came out of one little Vox AC30 amplifier. <laughs> and, I but, the, but what they had to do was, because they had Bill Wyman on bass and they had Brian and Keith, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to put, we'll put the bass in this time and we'll take... Keith out, and he'll just have to—he'll have to play on an acoustic guitar because there was only three inputs in this amp, and there was four of them. So they used to have to—you know—Charlie used to sit there playing sticks on a cardboard box. So that's how the stand—that's um, a place called Edith Grove, which is right on the corner of Kings Road. And you know, this became the home of this is where punk kicked in for England. It was yeah. Sex Pistols and all that stuff. That's where the Kings Road punks kind of grew up, if you like. And they used to be around there, but it really was. It was back in the day. It was Stones. Uh, Clapton is one of my neighbours. I see him every day walking around and meet him in the noodle bar. He's he's still very around. And uh, did he have his mask on? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go there. No, he didn't. Funnily enough, the and, only thing uh, he's shooting up is something else, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I know exactly. If I, uh, don't get me started. Right. So, but yeah, getting funny. back to the fun part, which was punk. Um, you know, it's great. We had the, the, there was a bunch of pubs along there, which now unfortunately it's gone the way of many places in London. It's got totally gentrified, and you know, so now it's all big label, big brand shops. But within sort of a quarter of a mile, you had um, you know you'd have the Pistols playing, the Damned, the Clash, you know, all these bands playing in a five hundred yard stretch of three different pubs and it was you know that was where that scene developed so, you know, and, the shop, and the shops you could buy all, yeah, the, all the clothing all the cool clothes all the, and, and all that Vivian Westwood well. started there and that was that was Malcolm McLaren's office was there and that's how all that whole scene came out of very sort of old pub rock blues stuff yeah. in the mid 70s and the next thing you know punk came along and these sort of Hippies with big mustaches are going. What the hell is this? And they, you know, within a year they were gone. It was all like punk people had turned up. Thank and God all of that. us kids then thought, yeah. yeah, we can be in groups. That's yeah. it. And we all Let's did go. have groups. You know, within no time at all, really. Yeah. yeah. All us teenagers. Such a trip. I am. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, it's interesting. You know, you, you talk about the punk and you know, the mutation of rock and roll and how it became that and mm. i mean the sex pistols and the ramones and and the yeah. clash and all this stuff that you know maybe they were just Dad. some you know people like these other bands that are playing at the hotel utah tomorrow you know, <laughs> yeah. know. you know what i mean it's just like yeah they're just some tomorrow? other we got uh tomorrow we've got revolution right Revolution. We're playing with Revolution. They played with oh, they're playing on tomorrow yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They Holy shit! Right. They played yeah. with us. 
They're playing the Utah tomorrow as well? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I didn't even know that. And the bunker men. And the bunker men of someone's birthday in the bunker men, so they reckon they've, they've sold it out on their own. So that'd be good. Less pressure. <laughs> yeah, wow. And then on you, uh, on Sunday, we're uh, we're going to play down at uh, Winter's Tavern. I think we're going to... We're playing with a band called Skin Effect. And I think they go on about 4.30 and we'll go on after them, I don't know, about 5, I guess. Uh, 5.36. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing uh, how close that is. And I went for the first time a couple months ago to Winter 7. Have you guys been there yet? No. I know you've been there. I just, there's something that's very homey there yeah. or something. It just feels, it's it's got this really cool... Yeah, that's gonna it's be. It's like fun. you're in the Midwest somewhere, isn't it? You know, it's like that. It feels that way. It feels like I mean, Pacifica has this kind of a small town, yeah, kind of feel, bikery kind of. It is a biker bar, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, cool man. Yeah, the biker bar. Yeah. It is. I, I think the, the yard there is great. Uh, the yard that they have, oh, uh, yeah, the back, yeah. what is it called? The yard? A garden, a beer garden. Or yeah. I guess that would be the right thing to call it. I mean, it's a great place to sneak away for a for, for a spliff or a, uh, <laughs> anything you smoke. Or just to get some air. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, that that's a huge back patio area. It's Yeah. I played down there during COVID too. That's right, because I did it outside. Yeah. I had this band come through um a year ago and they're super loud and he said that oh, they got yeah. the cops called on them yeah at that happens tavern. That, that you, oh that's <clears throat> right rick you can't mic the kick drummer down there else the, no, I'll, they, I'll put a mic in it they'll leave me uh, no the police come round. they check but, seriously oh, it's great let's film it Let's yeah. get a police <laughs> Let's mock up the kick yeah. get, get a police Can we get arrested? That'd be good. That'd be good. Put it? that in the video. It's worth it for the film. Just Wait, having some donuts and coffee ready for them when they get there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. You just got to put on the accent and then they go, oh, I'm English. Yeah. <laughs> 93rd generation I'm, English. I'm not from around here, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. We ought to but. <laughs> it's so much fun. Don't call them wankers. Because they might know that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we got a um, Hotel Utah show. We got Flare Up in the Box. Anyone that's just tuning in, we're, they're going to be playing at the Utah tomorrow night and at Winter's Tavern on Sunday. Correct, yeah. And then they fly home. You're going down to LA, yeah, right? Yeah, I'll go do some, do some work down in LA and come back. What kind of work are we talking about here? My work work. I, um, I have a guitar store in London, so I... I'm picking up some guitars, oh, the, the great awesome. and the good and the terrible of the rock and roll world. I'm yeah. taking them back to London. Are you oh. fly, you're flying them, Kessler? Huh? No, one. Well, we finish on Sunday night. Uh, Monday morning, Damon and I head down to LA, do a bunch of stuff, and then we got to drive back up on the Saturday, get the flight out on the Sunday, and get back to London for Monday. I love so, that drive. I actually do. What well, well, I thought the, the, to LA. Well, we got we got to go. I five to get there quick. But yeah. we, you mm -hmm. know, if we got time, we'll go up Route One. I've I've done that before on a motorbike, which is yeah, yeah pretty cool. Was it? Yeah, I don't know what that would be like. I mean, I've uh, I I mean, riding a bike for that long. I wonder. I mean, I I have no idea what that would be Lots like. Lots of stops. Believe me, your yeah. ass is killing you after two hours. You know, you just you know, <laughs> it's like you get to you know, sort of 
San Luis Obispo stop, you know, and then you get Carmel, and you just got to hop your way up there. And eventually, you get to San Francisco. Who did, did you do it on a bike with? Just doesn't uh, Billy does it? Yeah, it's it's fine, but I mean, it's it's not an easy ride. I mean that that coast road yeah, as it comes cool. up yeah. to Big Sur, you're looking down at the sea and it's a very long way down and you're like, please don't let me slip on a cattle grid or something. You know, <laughs> that's not going to end well. The other side, you fall into the rock. You know, yeah. that's fine. But when you're looking down, it's like, Ooh. I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, one know. bit and there's a little bridge. That's very like Jack Kerouac. Down two there. lanes like that, which yeah. is there's never you never see two lane anything in America. It's always a good half a dozen four lanes. There's just one little stretch of this bridge going from canyon to canyon. It's very deep, and I I did it with my eyes shut. It was that scary. It was like, <laughs> shit. You just accepted like the fact that I've done that before, where I've just yeah. accepted the fact that I was going to die. <laughs> like and it was like okay. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, I just like, in the end. and I think I know what hill you're talking about. I did some time in San Luis Obispo. And there's this freaking hill that yeah. like goes straight up and straight down. And it hits cloud as well. So, you know, you get it on a bad day. You're, you're looking through like, you know, haze and fog mm -hmm. and a drop and a narrow little road and big trucks coming the other way. I mean, you know. I, know. I think I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I think even on a bicycle, <laughs> uh, adult bicycle, if you went down this hill... Hmm. You you'd be going over fifty miles an hour. It's just like straight <laughs> freaking down. And if you're on a bike and it's foggy, that's scary. Uh, that's yeah. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm around for another week after Andy flies back. Yeah. yeah we fly yeah, back yeah. out the following Sunday, which is great. Shame we can't get any more gigs, but Yeah, yeah. We'll come back and do some more, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Well, I think if, if they'll have us. I don't know. I don't know. If, I'm, if I'm, you'll have us. <laughs> depending on who's tuning in right now, I don't know. We might be able to get you another gig. What, tonight? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Tonight's the only free night we've got. Yeah, it's yeah. now. Yeah, but it's all right because um, next they'll come back next year. Because I'm going there in November. We'll do a bunch of stuff in Britain. Yeah, I mean. Uh, like, you know, playing set, set, uh, London, set, uh, Bedford. Yeah, it's, it's Aberdeen. Yeah, we've got some couple Punk of nice cool. Welsh gigs. Um, yeah. And then we got a bit of a sort of punk festival thing yeah. in the Bedford gig or something. Yeah, that'd so be good. That'd, that'd be really hardcore. Bedford Play yeah. with hardcore <laughs> punk bands. Play with a band called Vomit. Yeah, and, we're, uh, we're looking forward to playing with Vomit. And, <laughs> doesn't sound too good, but you know. We're doing the Troubadour again, aren't we? Yeah, doing yeah. the Troubadour, yeah. That's right. A Jack Daniels promotion, which we'll probably... Yeah. That could get Troubadour is really cool. Really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's bang where, in the centre of London. It's where Jimi Hendrix used to sing for his supper. So yeah. obviously you have a Troubadour in LA, you know, the famous one. But we, we have one in London, uh, area called Earl's Court. Yeah. And it's like a little sort of bistro restaurant upstairs. And it takes up over two sort of normal-sized shops. And then you go down into the basement. And there's a couple of arches. And people used to... Sing and play, and you know, and Hendrix used to go down there, and they literally used to. He used to sing for his supper. He'd play down there, and they'd feed him yeah. while he was yeah. living in London. Bless it. That's it's incredible. Great. Yeah, I heard it's that. Great. Yeah, I mean, J Hendrix. Yeah, he's my probably number one influence as a person and yeah, a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I mean, I heard he went on tour. He started in tour in the UK. I heard. Yeah, he did. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, a Seattle guy. Yeah, yeah. He was on the Chitlin circuit over here, and I'm just playing in bars. 
But anyway, look, we got to fuck off really to do some rehearsing. So yeah, no, totally. So I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah, uh, we do a, I'm gonna a, play. A, do you want to do that? Do a song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's close it out with a song, and then I'll, I'll play back their live track or their live record for yeah, everyone yeah, to listen yeah. to after. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, I'm gonna crank you. W, man. Yeah, this is so fun. I'm such a so great to have you guys. We're not doing sort of electronically or noisy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Flare up live mutiny radio. Wow. A little bit noisier than that. Hotel Utah tomorrow. And I think my earphones are actually dead, and that's what's going on. Oh. Do you hear do you hear the sunk in the background? The music? No. Uh, no. I, it's a... I can hear this though. Huh. One, two, one, two. Yeah. I can hear myself pretty well. Did we just break the radio station? Yeah, gosh, we, we did. Sorry, guys. Could have been a thing. Whoops. Kev's going to have to sit here and play guitar all day now just to fill <laughs> your airtime up. <laughs> awesome, you guys. Well, thanks for coming on to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow at the Hotel Utah. Hey, and I'm going to be playing back this live record uh, for everyone else to enjoy uh, until the comedy battle starts over here at 6 o'clock. Right thanks for coming on. 
Thank you, man. Thank you very Cheers. much. Are we are fair. Come and see us. Can we stop swearing? <laughs> oh yeah, you could swear all you want. <laughs> that was fun, man. Yeah. Killer. <laughs> okay, come on, that's tired arms, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That punk rock in Liverpool. Be fucking wily. I must be a fool today. You must be a fool. Okay. To do. So I'm trying to. Oh, well,
They've been all right, folks, then. Thanks a lot.
And as we watch the city's burning, who is the 
This is our last one tonight. That is Flare Up. You can catch him at the Utah tomorrow. Pope Saladani. Tours at 8. Let's go. Show at 9. Come on, you manic person. You, you. Baby, for 
They've been all right, folks, then. Thanks a lot. Target Deal Days is finally here. <laughs> it's three days of early Black Friday deals wow. on thousands of even, items. Uh, so start your... Even SoundCloud. Are you really killing me here with these ads? That is Flare Up. Playing tomorrow at the Hotel Utah with um, Revolution and this other rock band. It'll be really, really fun. So much fun. We are getting geared up here for the comedy battle after the show. Thank you all for tuning in to the JW Microwag Show. And be catching you next week Harlow's Monkeys coming through next week comedy shows comedy festival starting on Sunday come on out it's going to be a laugh and the laughs are going to be going on all week Stay tuned for the comedy battle, and we catch you next week. Sunk lighting, that is my Candyman theme.
Good evening, folks, then. You ready for a nice, solid sound?
dedicate this song to the lorry driver that hit my car on the way down here tonight. That's what we've gone through today. It's called Make or Fake. If they fake it, you don't have to take it. If they fake it, you don't have to. Show. 
This one is called a rogue, as it happens. Do you know this one? Who's that?
Sincerely, folks, then. Organsol, yeah. Yeah, you can get into this a bit. It's a, well, it's a rack steady beat. Come on, you. Sun is shining. 
one tonight. It's called Pope Salad Annie. Let's go. Come on, you manic person, you.
Without a patter, we'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail. For the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasure. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. 
naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Bowl haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him, chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section. And after the singed carpet incident, management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his timesheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase, the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrowrider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend.
of subliminal SF. Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need and live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, 